Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your Lisa Frank hostess with the mostest, Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth! In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood to lick it right, lick it good, show you how to... Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo Mouth. <laughs> Hey there and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your hostess with the most is Munoz. And I am super, super excited today because I have a very, very special co-host with me. One, Tyler Wallach. Say hi to the children, Tyler. Oh, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It's just a, it's such a beautiful facility here. The green room, all of your editors, your directors. It's a, <laughs> it's a wonderful team. I love everyone. The food in the green room was the best. I was just about to ask. I mean, best I've I never had this pandemic. The last pandemic was a little better, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I knew you'd have great food. You always do, but you really, you really went all out. Thank you. I, for I, you know what? Me. I, I was up all night giving you my best, <laughs> my best Rachel Ray, a just little cheese on everything, charcuterie, peeling onions. Hello, making sure the bananas were ripe and ready because oh, I heard you ripe. love a banana. <laughs> uh, they were ripe. Thank you. You got my rider. You got my yes, rider. Yes, I did. Only, only gold M&M. <laughs> <laughs> the new gold M&M. Can you imagine? I could. That's incredible. Oh, my God. Folks, really, um, if you haven't guessed, we're being sarcastic. Tyler lives all the way up in the faraway <laughs> yeah. land of Harlem, New York City. And I am still here in my tiny Times Square studio. For oh, those you're of you in Midtown. Yeah. yeah you're okay. In you're in the yeah. middle of it all, honey. Honey, it's like Armageddon out here. Legit. Seriously. It is Armageddon. But before we get there, I want to let the people know out there, my listeners, who you are. A little bit about you, right? So they're not confused. Um, sure. But I'm sure most of them know who you are already because you're like pretty accomplished. Like you're pretty famous. So. Oh, please. We met. We were both invited to the same event. Come on. You were there <laughs> as, a, as a food 
queen of the town and I was just there as a queen of the town. Yes, yes, yes. But for those of you who don't know, uh, Tyler Wallach is an innovative and independent queer artist living in Harlem, recognized for his bright and boldly colored street art characters, both on canvas and clothing. This is my favorite part of your bio, Tyler, um, that you're referred to as the 1988 love child of Keith Haring and Lisa Frank. It's a, yeah, I, you know, it's an interesting thing trying to describe yourself as an artist when a lot of people say, oh, what do you, who, especially in New York or anywhere, really, when you're networking, who are you? What do you do? What's going on? So they're like, you know, you tell someone you're an artist and they're like, okay, well, what's it, what's it like? You know, what's it look like? What's it like? You know, it's like when you're trying to describe somebody in a movie and you don't know whatever you say, oh, who would play them? Who would play them? So you kind of have to find the, the, you know, a, a common denominator. And Lisa Frank, uh, you know, everyone's favorite childhood artist uh, who colored all of our lunch kits and pencils and trapper keepers and things yes, like that. rainbows uh, and unicorns everywhere. Absolutely, just aliens and rainbows and little rainbow puppy dogs that we yep. just didn't know we needed. My poor little gay soul needed it. And, um, you know, and then the prolific Keith Haring, who's an artist who came out of the, you know, the art scene in New York City in the 70s and 80s, and, um, you know, taken too soon from us by complications of HIV, but he's a very famous artist who, uh, you know, made it his plight to spread his art with people and children around the world. So two worlds combined... And there you are. And there you have Tyler Wallach. It's so funny that your bio says this because the the other day I was talking to some friends about that you were going to be on the pod and they asked me, well, what's his art like? And I said, well, it's Keith Haring meets uh, World Pride. Yeah, absolutely. I said I said it's really fun and that he does these big installations and he like partners with all sorts of people and and then I see this in your bio and I'm like, "Oh, well, I wasn't oh, too far off here." There you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, and we had met at a really wonderful pride event thrown by uh Hilton. And um yeah, the the work itself is so deeply embedded in rainbows that it really does lend itself to pride celebrations. And over the years, like you mentioned, I have started working with lots of different brands who want to add a little color to their, you know, palette. Yes, um, uh, working with brand, brands hire you out. And there's a whole bunch of phil- philanthropic work that you do as well with these brands, which we'll get into. But yeah. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves here cool. because... I wanted to wish you, like I wish all my guests on the pod, happy National Italian Beef uh, Day. Oh my, oh, not just, <laughs> oh, not just any beef, baby, Italian beef. It also just happens to be uh, National Grape Popsicle Day, but <laughs> I think, well, I think I can speak for the two of us that we'd both prefer the Italian, Italian beef. beef. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do have to say, I do love a nice piece of Italian beef. What can you do? What, what you can do? you do? Yes, yes, yes. Well, happy I mean, Italian beef day. Happy National Italian Beef Day. And But mm. I live for a double like food day these days because I don't even know what day it is some days. <laughs> so at least at least with all the dysmorphia that's yeah. happening, I can be like, you know, it's like a pick your own adventure during this thing <laughs> yeah literally what kind of day do you want to have just great popsicle one. or italian beef 
right? And I choose <laughs> Italian beef. Yeah, it's early. I'll get the grape popsicle out later. Hopefully, a, like a boozy grape popsicle. Yeah. Oh man, I miss stuff like that. Just you know, those oh. weird New York cocktails at restaurants that suddenly have a popsicle sticking out of them. Oh yeah, I mean. Yes, speaking of pride and that pride event Literally, that yeah, we were at together. Event. And once again, great transition. Um, I always like to do a little bit of this day in our gay history to call on our gay ancestors. Ooh. And um, I'm really happy to have you on the pod today because next week, right after this pod comes out, is the start of Pride Month. And so it's like you are it the is. kickoff. You are we, my okay, kickoff then, guest. Let's kick it off. Right? To Pride and Pride Month since like Pride has been canceled. But on this day... Mm-hmm. In gay in our gay history in 2011, the Florida American Family Association raised money and rented airplanes with banners to warn families about gay days at Disney. The planes mm. were flown for two days, 10 hours each. Do you know? Oh. I want you to know. Do you know how much know that costs? How much that costs? These people and their planes. Do you know, you know it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I saw some. I saw some uh, sky writing the other day, and I called. Maybe, uh, oh my uh, god! What is the Wizard of Oz? Get the hell out of yeah, here! Yeah, somebody was. Uh, I think it was a bar mitzvah, like happy oh, okay. mitzvah. Somebody, you know, it was like great, beautiful. But I have a friend in the air air show events business, and I called him, and I was like, Skip, how much does this cost? And he goes, Oh, she knows people. You've got yeah. people in all the industries. I love it. Honey, she well connected. Hello? She said, hold on, I have an aviation question. Let me call up my friend. Yes, hello. Put me on who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I said, Skip, what's this cost? He goes, uh, starting eight grand. Eight grand. Just because you hate someone that much? So, I mean, that was just for the skywriting in New York City. Imagine two days for 10 hours to fly these banners to just warn people. Like, and then what were these other people supposed to do? Like, hide their wives, hide their husbands, hide their kids? Yeah, what do you, you know? Like, it's gay day. (laughs) You know, just run out of the park, girl. We paid our money for the tickets too. Y'all better get as gay as you want. I'm not going anywhere with this Disney price. I mean, all right, because Disney ain't cheap. No. In the least sense of the, I mean, oh, oh I, that was money that could have been put towards feeding the people or. They probably, yeah, you know? putting their own children through college, which probably, you know, yeah, didn't work something. out for someone like that. But I mean, if they have the money to throw at this, then they have the money to do other yeah. things. But um, you know what? Let's uh, let's just move on to bigger and better things. Uh, mm-hmm. How are you? How are you these days? I, lo- I love to do a check-in. You know, it's always good to check in. I feel like we're we're almost at this point where it's been going on long enough and people are like over it or or, or acting like it's moved on. I know we're sort of um, in a precarious situation living in New York City, kind of like a ground zero type situation, as it were. We're being locked down the longest, so we're still not open. So it's really hard to look at social media and even look at some of our friends' posts and stuff um, having them be out in groups and doing this new social distancing where we're not as socially distant as we were before. So it's, I, I feel like for some of us in New York, it is kind of frustrating at this point because we're doing everything we can to continue wearing masks to show support to medical staff and first responders and 
you know, elderly people or at risk people, but it's just not, it's just not the tea. It's not happening like it was before and less and less people are wearing masks now and the death spikes are going up. So unfortunately, you know, I'm doing really well personally, but I feel like almost as a nation at this point, we're going to be rounding up towards that second spike. And there's just nothing we can do. People are tired. Yeah, I, I, they're out. I haven't seen they're just out. I legit have not seen anyone since March. No one, you know, and that's the thing is people in New York, my parents are like, really? Everyone is just really still just clamped up. Y'all are, y'all are still just doing that super social distancing, you know, and you get that sentiment from people who don't live here right now, which is understandable, but we're in a different, we're in a very different yeah, We have a different beast. And I can totally relate with like seeing with the social media and like seeing people. And then, you know, people are going to do what they're going to do. And so you exactly. can't uh, and you can't police people. And you just have to do what's best for you and yourself at this point. Yeah. What do you think is going to be smartest and 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 safest you know is what i is what i say and kind of like the ideology i'm kind of sticking to these days but i'm glad i'm glad to know you are well i'm glad to know you yeah absolutely absolutely and um you know and i'm also i should say i'm also doing my best not to be part of a problem by judging people for getting out there too early you know i raised a little side eye at some people at some of these barbecues they've got going on but it could just be i'm a little jealous you know i am also ready to jump back out there too so you know and i know people are doing their thing safely so i'm not trying to be too judgy and you know i hope we all come out of it in a very positive way yeah i mean some benefits to it so i mean yeah for sure i'm sure there's like new skills that have been picked up hopefully i'm about a bedazzler honey (laughs) okay call me eureka o'hara because one time on drag race she was like you know what i stoned my dresses and really like stoning just feeds my soul and i was like hmm and even though kamora black told her that girl (laughs) girls who stone their dresses that's for ugly girls that is just not true. I have stoned my candles, my candle holders. I stoned a pencil. Oh my it's, I've goodness. just been bedazzling, baby. Bedazzling. And you put stickers on everything baby. I know as well. <laughs> I love, I live and I love. One of my favorite things. So on the pod, right? I have kind of jumped into living my best Delilah slash Wendy Williams food gossip, oh, food news life these days. Good. And I don't know if you've heard, but you have a lot in common with the cast of uh, Big Little Lies. <gasps> Do you know about this? No. Oh, my God. What? So the cast of Big Little Lies has come back together to provide <gasps> meals to frontline workers in five cities, not oh only helping out frontline workers, but also uh, teaming up with frontline foods um, and supporting local restaurants. And those cities are Los Angeles, Phoenix, Nashville, New Orleans, and New York City. Right? That's if the cast of Big Little Lies was not fabulous enough. Right? But... What you what you have in common with them is that you I know that you've been providing masks to our healthcare yeah, workers. Yeah, absolutely. So um, 
you know, on top of being an independent artist, I do lots of large scale art projects. And then I'll get high res images taken of the photos and turn them into textiles and fabrics. So I'll spend some time doing paintings and then I will spend the next six months or so on uh, different types of fashion projects and getting t-shirts or different types of dresses on various celebrities or drag entertainers or anybody really. So I did a huge mask project and in part of it, we've been donating masks to Mount Sinai West in Manhattan, uh, New York, uh, NYU Medical Center. And uh, last year for Pride, I did a free t-shirt design for the Queer Center for Gay Seniors, which is a really, really special organization out in Queens taking care of elderly, um, queer people who are affected by the AIDS epidemic in New York City and who still need housing assistance and healthcare. So we've been donating lots and lots of masks uh, to different people. And um, interestingly enough, also, I think at NYU, they told me that there's a group of queer doctors who got their hands on them. So it's extra special sort of coming from a oh, queer I artist going that. to, I know, I, I know. That. And um, yeah, You've so been, uh, yeah, and I, uh, listen, I follow up, I follow up. I know I have my finger on your pulse, honey. Mm. And I know those masks it's have, been, have been selling out for you as well. I have yet to yes, get my hands on one, so you better put one aside for me. It, don't worry. Oh, don't worry. I think uh, I have my assistant. Hold on. Two of my assistants are here out of the team. Do we have, did we bring the mask? Do we bring, uh, I we hopefully the they're, mask? they're, they're, they're masked the mask. and gloved up, you know, no <laughs> masked <laughs> and lubed up. I meant, or. <laughs> yeah, we have your gift bag here. Don't worry. We're going to messenger Ooh, it down. Yes. Yes. yes listen, I don't expect it. anything for free, but I'll take it, honey. Mm. <laughs> oh, I need that tattooed on me, honestly. Oh, honey. Hello. Hello for, I mean, for as much as I give it away for free. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Seriously. Oh, my God. Have you heard what Skittles has been doing recently? Okay. Actually, yes, but only because, and I'm that's so crazy that you brought this up. I was in a huge, I can talk about it now. It's been a year. Um, I was in a huge, huge conversation. My manager, Jonathan Valdez, who's so fantastic. And hey, Jonathan, uh, he set fr- this up for us. Yes, a friend uh, of a yours, a friend, friend of mine. Friend to the pod. Friend, a friend to the, of the pod. pod. A friend to everyone in Manhattan. Um, we had a deal on the table with Skittles last year for Pride, and we were going back and forth with them, chatting with them. They wanted to get my interpretation of a Skittles pride bag and we were going to send them some samples and do some things. And then right at the last minute, they were like, you know what? We're actually having an internal conversation that could completely change the direction of the art that we want to go with. So we're just going to have to press pause on this. And then three months later, they told me the deal fell apart. And now I'm finding out why. There is no color. (laughs) There is no color. So for those of you who don't know, and I... I love that. Um, I'm sorry that that fell through for you. I know. Um, and I love having you on the pod today to highlight. This is one of the other special things I was thinking of when um, we started talking about you coming on the pod is that a lot of us, a lot of us in this business who are doing, you know, who are artists, who are performers, who are who are creators uh, have lost a lot of work over the coming oh. next month. I just tweeted yeah. out because now all I do is tweet because I have time on my hands yeah. <laughs> that by this time, by this time last year, I had all my um, 
partnerships, kind of like I, mean, uh, I, I certainly don't have as many followers as you do, but like I, as a micro influencer, um, yeah. I had all these uh, partnerships with like La Colombe, uh, Fresh and Co. All of that had been set up and ready to go and and whatnot. None of that is here, and so highlighting people like you yeah. and what you're doing um, is super, super special. So. A, sorry that that happened. No, no, not at all. You know, really working in this type of industry, it's like in the beginning, I think I would get really excited about gigs like that. But now, you know, things just, oh, girl, things fall apart. It's okay. Um, But for those of you who don't know, and I thought this would be a really fun conversation, um, Skittles is now selling colorless candy to celebrate Pride Month because only... One rainbow matters during. I have to admit, it's really good. It's It's, good. It is. It is. You can still taste the rainbow, y'all. You can still taste (laughs) the rainbow. But they're they're grayscale candies, and for every pack of colorless Skittles sold, one dollar will be donated to Glad, up to a hundred thousand dollars. The look of the bag is really cool, and you know, despite the fact that it didn't end up being of all things a collaboration with me which is totally fine i do have to say like i think uh i think it's a really cool really interesting direction for them to go to and it's funny i just saw the bag like a week ago and i texted a picture of it to my manager jonathan and i was like well here is the reason why we didn't get the gig and it's funny because you may think oh my art's too boisterous or as a queer artist you may think oh you know maybe it's too gay which is uh you know something that i keep in the back of my head when sometimes trying to work with different types of brands and whatnot but girl at the end of the day it's just a black and white bag of Skittles. Chill. That's they right. went with another idea. I mean, it's like, it's almost the <laughs> anti-you. <laughs> it, it, it is. It really there is. no wiggle room. They were no. like, okay, look, this guy is so great, but what if we did the opposite? The complete <laughs> opposite of like what it. Tyler does, you know? But props to them. It's genius as far as marketing goes. I think the campaign is really solid. It's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And I thought... I was like, oh, I wonder what the artist's perspective on this is. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden, back, and they're giving back, which is a huge, huge proponent yeah. of what I do as far as the art philosophy goes with Keith Haring. When he found out that he was HIV positive, he was doing everything he could to get as much art in front of as many people as possible. So, aligned with that is why I always try and find opportunities like donating the masks to different hospitals and generally donating anywhere from four to six paintings to organizations like the Trevor Project or the Tyler Clementi Foundation or, um, you know, the Queen Center for Gay Seniors. I've even been involved with marching with Habitat for Humanity as they've been, uh, they've been pushing their efforts towards um, assisting, you know, queer people throughout Manhattan who have still been affected by the AIDS crisis. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I love about you and your art, that it's just not, it's just not this one thing, you know, it's, it's multifaceted, it's, it's art, and philanthropy, and activism, and all the things, and giving back, you know? Yeah, we, just like you, you know, we love the queer community that has given so much to us so it's always important to just give back back. back. and yeah and that's kind of um I've talked about it on the pod uh, a couple times now during this quarantine that like there's a sense of helplessness being stuck inside in such a big city and it's like well what do we do well I certainly don't have 
millions of dollars, right? Exactly. Um, I barely have thousands of dollars <laughs> to like to like uh, go throw out. So I hear on the pod, I'm using my voice to highlight, you know, restaurants that are giving back, chefs that are giving back, artists like you giving Absolutely. back, you know, and ways that people can donate to that if they do have the funds. You know, it's it's really, really no, special. And, and really, you know, and and with what you do, it's like food has become a really, um, you know, it's the, the whole, I mean, the whole food industry has completely changed. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't know, a lot of people in New York City were already, already ordering their food, but as far as the rest of the world goes, I mean, I, it's interesting. I was going to ask you about it. I actually joined a food delivery system finally i never i was like never gonna do it like you know, an instacart like, and a thing like that kind yeah. of yeah or 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 like a hello fresh a hello fresh thing where they get the meal oh okay and send you all the stuff uh, are you liking it have you been cooking do you cook? i have i am and i'm i'm surprised i i i don't know why i just convinced myself it was something for like lazy people it's it's extremely convenient and now in the in the eyes of a pandemic i was just reading about how you know how where sales are going basically and what industries are booming and grocery stores are booming and uh pre-made food companies were booming and you know on the other side of things is air travel and hotels so they're just sort of telling you where all the money in america is going right now mm-hmm. did you and, cook before uh, you started uh ordering the like same this? six things i've always cooked my entire life so which it was, are it was, oh god it's just like it's it's embarrassing any type of like uh grilled chicken of okay. course and then okay. i just chop up an onion throw that in there chop okay. up a garlic throw that in there and then that's like my fajita okay and yeah, that happens okay. very right. often there ain't no shame in that well um <laughs> listen there's a lot of i asked this question and there's a great little segue up into the gossip grill right we got to oh, turn yes. up the heat right Ooh. it's my version of hot topics yeah <laughs> it's so it's so cheesy um I love it. but recently timothy chalamet have you seen this has uh been shamed because he shared a po- uh, photo of his pantry and like <gasps> the the internet like dragged him for having you know, craft mac and cheese and this uh, knocked over honey bear in there and some triscuits. <laughs> Are you, is your uh, pantry match, uh, matching Timothy Chalamet's here? You I'm know, getting the feeling. Not matching, but I mean, I do have that thing sometimes where people open the fridge and they're like, oh, this is a New York refrigerator. There is like one packet of ketchup in here, an old egg, and some cheese. <laughs> just, <laughs> just one old egg that has not been eaten yet. Um, That's hysterical. I just love that they shamed him for having... Uh, it was all in good fun, folks. Nobody was really Good, being, good. Because like, a- I was going to say, you know, it's you funny. Know? Kim Kardashian showed up her closet, her kitchen closet, and everybody shamed her because they were like girl that looks like a sam's club that looks like a whole ass walmart in your pantry oh my god can we talk about this i just recently discovered that us weekly has a food section and 90 percent of it is about the kardashians and i don't understand why we care listen to this 
cookie dough, quesadillas, Kourtney Kardashian reveals her quarantine snacks. <laughs> Khloe Kardashian, Christina Anstead, and more stars show off their organized kitchens. Yum! Watch Kylie Jenner make her flaky French toast. Yes. Or how about this one? How sweet. Baklava, cakes, and more home-baked goods from the Kardashians. Uh-uh. They couldn't make baklava if their life depended on it. I'm <laughs> Wait, just... no, 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 no. There are many, and I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Chris Jenner holds grandma's recipe. Okay. In there, yeah. You know? Or or Chris, something. Chris could maybe throw down, but I just seriously doubt Anybody... Chloe or her new face could handle right? anything. And why I just a, I feel it's so hysterical. And B, like, do are we really? Do we really care? <laughs> do we really care? It's I, like I, a horrible it, section of Us Weekly. They're just like us. They make muffins too. But you they know walk their dog. This section is a godsend for this podcast. Seriously. <laughs> Sure. I mean, I learned that Robert Pattinson almost burnt down his kitchen trying to make some handheld pasta. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, y'all have all these people have enough money that they shouldn't be cooking. <laughs> you know? I, I know. You know, they could easily have someone dropping off the meals at the home. Which uh, I'm sure the Kardashians probably are. Oh, if the home chef isn't there, yeah, you know. I mean, the chef's busy. The, the chef's there, even during this quarantine. <laughs> the chef's I, I guarantee you. Uh, yeah. But you know what I was really, really interested in was, have you seen this Oprah and her cabbage? When, was, when she goes big and news. picks... It's big news. Okay. There's uh, new cabbage? This season's cabbage? This season's cabbage. I, I love when she harvests, okay? America <laughs> knows when she's harvesting because it's Oprah's biggest smile ever and just her holding, holding the, oh the thing. God. She harvested this massive, it's like half the size of her body, cabbage. Um, and she's so excited about that. it. But I am convinced that it's Audrey too from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> And I've been tweeting, run, Oprah, run. You know, because I just... Leave me, Oprah. Leave me. I just picture <laughs> Oprah pricking her finger and, like, soaking the bread Ow. in her blood. You know, because Oprah loves bread. If anyone's, if anyone's bringing a big old cabbage to life, it's got to be Oprah's drop of blood. Right. Okay. <laughs> yes. She's the only one that could actually make that magic happen. She deserves it. I'm glad she has a new cabbage friend. Yeah, I mean, it's ma it's massive, and I beg you to look at the photo when we're done. Because I can't wait. It's 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 a sight to be seen. She'll name it Gale too, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Feed me, Oprah. Feed me, Oprah. All of a sudden, she can't find Stedman anymore. <laughs> no, not Stedman. Yes, we haven't heard from Stedman in a while. Maybe she did I feed him to them. He's chilling, probably. Oh he's my just, god! Oh Oprah my god! Has a lazy river, and she's—he's just chilling in it. Yes, for sure. My this other article in the celebrity, you know, food news world um, that I really loved. Uh, Jason Derulo apparently made a TikTok of him eating corn off oh. of a drill uh, and lost his front teeth. Doing it? Oh my gosh. 
I'm going to look at that, but good Lord, what is wrong with people? A drill? Like, so basically he attached a like roasted corn cob onto the drill mm-hmm. and like pressed the button nice and slow. And then oh, hit um, it so, too hard? Yeah, hit it too hard. And apparently like stops to show the pain that he's in. But I think the internet is also claiming that it's fake and that he has flippers. And so, like, he, like, took them out, like, some video editing and, like, showed his actual busted teeth. Well, hey. And he really didn't hurt himself. uh, There is many a a drag queen out there with a gorgeous flipper and hiding (laughs) some secrets, girl. The corn will expose you. Hello. (laughs) The corn will expose your truth. Do not play. And that is the title of this podcast. The corn (laughs) will expose you with Tyler Wallach. (laughs) Parts one and two. Oh my God. The corn will expose you. Yes, I'm living quarantine. Corn? When did I eat corn? Corn? Oh Um, my God. I'm also living... for the fact that you came on the pod in your in a Tyler Wallach shirt, t-shirt. Yes. Absolutely. And I see your Tyler Wallach painting behind you up on the world. Yeah. It's interesting though. It's the only one I have in my apartment. I told myself I had to once I finally got a studio space in Dumbo yes. out in Brooklyn. I was like, okay, no more paintings in my room, no more painting in my room, no more paint on my bed, no more. So it's it's good to to draw the line sort of between all the color madness and stuff. Yes, but yeah, I, I, I remember that. that when you did that painting too, because it's a throwback to fruit striped gum, and I had yep. commented to you that I wonder how many people will actually get this reference. Not men, not many. It's a certain age sort of a thing. What and are you regionally. trying to say? What are you trying? To say? <laughs> right, they were old. No, 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 no. And that Never gun that. was terrible, by the way. <laughs> it, it still is. It still is terrible. They're not still listening. Trust and believe. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, no, the executives at Fruit Stripe were are, are certainly not listening to me, um, <laughs> for sure. What's uh, what's been your favorite like thing out of that HelloFresh to cook? <gasps> I'm okay. So one thing I thought that I'd never be able to do, which I've always wanted to, was a chicken tikka masala. Because Delicious. I, you know, I'm obsessed. Um, and uh, I I need to learn like way more about Thai food and Indian food because I found that I'm just eating like the same two or three types of things. But yeah, I would say um, my favorite things that I'm getting into are like more of the Asian dishes. Yeah. Um reach out uh, when you're ready to cook something uh, because I make this really simple uh, peanut sauce. <gasps> that's that, that's legit just some stock, I, some stock, some peanut butter and some soy sauce. Okay, and good. It's like super simple. Because they charge you so much for the peanut sauce at the store. I'm like, no, you I, should I, be I making it. Exactly. And okay, then, good. I mean, with stuff you already have in your pantry or should have in your pantry, like staples, yes. soy sauce, peanut butter, you know, chickens are some sort of stuff. And and also I'm watching this show on Netflix about kind of like easy and quick meals and whatnot. And this woman, she made this like, um, I'm obsessed with chipotle mayo. And she started out making a poke bowl with mayonnaise and sriracha on top of it. So I was like, uh, those are two things that I enjoy very much. And there was like some soy sauce, red chili paste, fish sauce, 
you know, the s- salmon is poke, right? I've never had it. Uh, salmon a is poke, poke, and I think tuna. Tuna, well. tuna, tuna, tuna. That's tuna? right. So I, I don't live for poke. I've never had it, but it looks so good. Yeah, I don't it's. Know. But everything is it's co- my Hawaiian. my issue with it and maybe i just uh-huh. haven't had good poke so nobody out there come for me and my <laughs> lack of poke knowledge but i know uh, i haven't even had it yet so the I two times even. i've had it it's been cold and i'm like mm-hmm. i feel like this would be better hot interesting right i'm not a big like yeah. cold foods type of per- i like you know, if I'm having a meal, I like it to be hot. Call me old school. Interesting. Like my men. Go, <laughs> oh, they better be steaming, sweetie. I mean, chipotle mayo, so easy. Go out and get you some like Cholula. Cholula yep. makes a chipotle. They're uh, amazing. Uh, friend, your, your friend, Cholula. All right. Yes, yes, Because yes, <laughs> I think you've worked with them, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. Um, I did a mural for the Cholula hot sauce folks. Yes, which I love. Hook it up. Um, Take some of that Cholula Chipotle and throw it in some mayo. There you go. Chipotle mayo. Yeah, it's easy. Right? All of these things, that, and that's also the other kicker. It's like, oh, I can do this. Oh, this is easier than I thought. Yeah. There's, a, there's a myth to cooking. You can do it. You can do it. It doesn't have to be complicated. And that's always exactly. been my thing since I started back in 2009. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can be fun. And it can, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be complicated, you know. Um, and I think it's why people like uh, a Rachel Ray are so popular. Yes, because she takes the she she takes the mystery out of it, and it's not so scientific. It's just like you know what, throw it, throw this in there, throw that in there, throw a bit of that in there, you know. Oh, and she is so like just. Throwing things, I love Throw, it. Just throwing things, bowl, and, throwing and, things, dropping things, dropping things, and her. everything ends with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's really true though, right? No shade, no shade. It is true, no shade and no shame, girl. She got no shame in her right? game. Not for mm-hmm. me though, because I can't have all that lactose in my life. No, I can't either. Oh my goodness, have you been? Uh, have you been baking at all? Are you, have you seen all you these know, people out there no, with like the banana breads I, and the sourdough bread? No, I haven't at all. I haven't done the bread thing. Are you team sourdough bread or are you team banana bread? I'm going to have to say banana. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. I'm not making either either, but <laughs> I am definitely team sourdough. Yeah, the gays are divided at this time. Sourdough <laughs> I mean, versus banana on the land of Chromatica <laughs> as we fight each other. But I'm te- actually, I take it all back. I'm team corn. Don't forget. I'm te- the corn <laughs> will reveal the truth. I'm team corn. Cornbread. <laughs> Cornbread, so easy to make. You should be doing that. Oh, delicious. Honestly, I could do that. Delicious. I could do a cornbread out of all the breads. Really? Oh yeah, but God. those ban- yeah the banana looks good. I'm proud of all the gays and everyone out there who else is baking. Um, it's easier than I think they all thought, but I just don't need the carbs. Yeah, honestly. I'll honest- just eat it all. Honestly, honestly, honestly. Well, you know, before we start plugging all of your things and whatnot, sure. I like, I've been liking to end the pod a bit with um, some good news and good things that have mm-hmm. been coming out of this uh quarantine and there's a Trader Joe's employee out there who's deaf who has found a really creative way to communicate with the with all the customers in face masks. 
Oh. Yeah. So basically, um, he's deaf. And obviously, with all these face masks, he can't read the lips anymore. And so he was finding a, he was finding it really hard to work, and it was a, a really affecting his spirit and his soul. And um, his name is Matthew Simmons in Vancouver, Washington. Um, and he came, he was allowed to design his own Trader Joe's shirt that says "I'm deaf." Um, and car- and now he carries around a whiteboard, so like if people are, like so people can you know write right on down. it yeah. and. Um, if his back is to you on the back of his shirt, it says, uh, feel free to tap me on the shoulder. I'm deaf and I'll be more than happy to help you. Oh, yeah. And so like he's gotten all these lovely messages on his whiteboard, especially like when he rings people up, like oh, on, on his like plexiglass, he says, I'm deaf and I can't read your lips. Please refer to the to the whiteboard. So I love that Trader Joe's has like supported him in this. I love that. Um, Matthew, I love that. Right? Yeah. And then I love that the community has like surrounded him with like love and joy in that moment. Yeah, I'm sure it would feel very isolating to, um, you know, to already um, have a difficulty with communication or at least getting people's attention or your point across and then to have people with the masks on. My gosh. Yeah, right? I mean... That's wonderful, though. But that's, like, a Thanks little, like, good, shows. like... Yeah, like, a good, like, joyous, yeah. joyous news. We need to spread joy these days in our lives. Absolutely. Joy, joy and food mm-hmm. and, you know, and this is why um, I've kind of really directed this podcast to kind of, you know, food gossip and, like, crazy food news because the rest of the news out there is... Real heavy, <laughs> even in the rest, even in the restaurant world, with all the unemployed people and I mean, restaurants. Suffered, worked, you know, having lived in Manhattan for ten years, I've worked in restaurants for eight, seven or eight of them. Started out as a host for a Batali Bastianic restaurant. Yeah, I made my way up to server. At we, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about them anymore. <laughs> Girl, B and B. What B and B? Sarah bargain bin of trash um right set it on fire just the the messiest chain of restaurants there ever could be (laughs) and of course i found myself smack dab in the middle of it i I think i think we left the grill on (laughs) my god um but yeah so i worked up there and then i found my way to a really fabulous restaurant in midtown and uh, they recently sold the building but um yeah, I mean, the, the face of the restaurant world and the food industry in New York City is actively changing right now. And we'll see what happens when we, quote unquote, open back up. But until then, we'll spread the joy, yeah, spread, spread the, love, the joy. Spread and the speaking, food. Of, speaking of spreading joy and spreading legs, uh, oh, what's, what's next for you? What's next? What's on the docket? What's happening well, for Pride? Let the kids know. What's happening for Pride? I'll just be doing a lot of... Um, some independent stuff. I'm in talks with Doc Martin this year. We're gonna do a little <gasps> something something. Oh my god! Um, I yeah. My Doc so, Martin heels. I have heel boots. Uh, uh, that friend to the pod and a caftan designer as well, Travis Osterich. Uh, I know uh, Travis. Of yes, course. hello, He's friend. Um, gifted me uh, that I live in. I have worn them out. So please tell them, whomever you're talking That's to, so cool. that yeah, you have. A big fan. They have awesome. a huge fan yes. in me. Yeah. So I had done some work for Steve Madden last year, and I think maybe that had just 
gone down the pipelines and some people caught wind of it. So they had contacted me and I might be painting a pair of shoes for them that we can, that they're going to sort of feature in some sort of way. And if they come in that heel, I I may have to run to the store, girl, let them know. Bang down. They're the most comfortable things ever. I'm super excited. I'm, I'm excited to get back into like the Doc Martin brand. Um, I mean, of course, I wore them in junior high, but it's been a while. For these no, these were my already. first pair of docks. Awesome. And I love that it's a heel, like a four inch, you know? But let's see. Oh, um, other than that, I had this big project with Saks that we were going to do, but that got canned. So that's oh, okay. Yes. I know. But, you know, that was really, that was the one big thing that we were going to do. Saks was going to do something cool. Um, but you know, just can't really be doing events right now, especially, I mean, yeah, especially obviously. New York City. yeah, yeah. And you're still but, making um, masks, correct? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll be, we'll be doing the masks and, uh, I'll have some new tote bags and different things thrown up there on the website. And hopefully, you know, I like to do some things last minute. So you might just see me pop up somewhere last minute with yeah. a big, big brand, big, colorful show off somewhere. Yeah, because you you also love to do some like live art installations. I know. Yeah, absolutely. So you probably can, you know, insta live, Facebook live, Zoom live, mm-hmm, MySpace keep an eye live. Out. Hopefully, I'll be you doing know? some live painting for a brand, and then maybe we can auction off the painting and donate the money to a charity. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, let let the people know where they can find you, buy the masks, buy the pride yes. wear, because you have you have it all. It is all you finally mainly at um, Instagram at Tyler Wallach Studio and uh, my website, tylerwallachstudio.com. And then uh, on Twitter, I'm just at Tyler Wallach. Yeah. Now give them the Finsta and the dirty Twitter oh, and the OnlyFans. The, the OnlyFans, okay, OnlyFans.com <laughs> backslash deleted slash cutting room floor. Yeah. <laughs> slash deleted. My only fans, girl, please let me stick to selling art. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, support me, buy my art so that I can support someone else's only fans. I'll yes. send you the pics. Yes, don't yes, worry. Yes. I'll wait a minute do, for you. Do we have a favorite OnlyFans out there? I want this one, but like I'm scared to pull the trigger. But I actually like talked to my friend, and he was like, "What? Just like do it. Like support them for a few months. Like come on. You know, you're an artist, and who, support who you. is it? Um, his name is Giuliano Bellani. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to link. Look it up, no, people. Don't worry. I'm gonna send you the link, sis. Oh, oh, I can't. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Oh, Put yes, that yes. in your mouth. Okay, <laughs> and I think it's from like Croatia, so it's gonna taste even better. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I miss men. Oh my god. <laughs> Seriously, we could do a whole podcast about that. I mean, two hours later. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this this has been so much fun. I loved having you as my co-host today. Just thank you. So you know what? Good to be a co-host. I felt like I was on the view. Right. We did better than this. Right. We, we, did we way better than listen, this. Usually does. We are we are the new Kelly and Ryan, honey. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. You be Kelly, please. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, I love this. This was a lot of fun, folks. I will link out uh, Tyler's Instagram and website in the pod details. Please go show him all the love out there um, because we need to support each other during this time, especially as queer people, you know, and lift each other up, spread joy, buy his wares. His masks are super popular and super cute. Uh, so 
go buy those because, you know, when you buy those, he's also able to help donate, you know, more to the to the hospitals and our essential workers. Absolutely. Essential workers like you, don't worry. We'll be sending you some as well. Oh, oh my God. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'll no. have my people call. I'll have my girl call your girl. Thanks. And we will. Oh my God. Get the address. You're so nice. You're so good to me. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Oh, please. Thank you for having me. This is great. Yeah. Uh, so much fun. Come back anytime you want. You are always welcome here. And as always out there, stay safe, wash your hands, socially distance. And if you have a partner that you're sleeping with, you know what? Think of me (laughs) in my single (laughs) (laughs) day. As always, you can find, send me some love and your OnlyFans to at In Your Mouth Pod on Instagram or on Twitter. And thank you all out there for listening to In Your Mouth.